Hey, yo, and here we go. Another episode of We Talk Music is on the air and in your ear. Once again, I am Martin, and I have with me, he's the king of the casters. He's Mr. Brett Podcast. And Brett, we have a, a gentleman on today. We're excited because not only does he have a fantastic new album, but he's also just a favorite guest. That's, that's right. One of our all-time favorite people, one of our all-time favorite singers, coming back for a fifth time on the show, we have Robin McCauley. Robin, welcome back. Good morning, We Talk Music, and thank you for having me five times. Well, you know, uh, it's like I was saying earlier, um, you know, five isn't nearly enough. It's well, n- neither is eight, for that matter, but uh, we need to we need to keep going. Um, but yes, like Martin happy said, 2023 and happy Friday the 13th. Ooh. Friday the 13th. Oh, yes, <laughs> yes. But rather than being scary or creepy, we're going to talk about your new album, which is none of those things. <laughs> Come on, it's a little scary. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a hard edge. It's got a hard edge. That's right. It It does. For sure. Yeah, we worked on that little hard edge, you know, got out the files and the the oil stone and, (laughs) you know, um, you know, we moved from one to the next and uh, you try to improve as you go and hopefully it turns out good. And I'm I'm really happy with it. Alessandro again. um, We worked closely on the songs and same same band, Andrea Cerveza, who absolutely kills it on this on this one with guitar nicholas papapico on drums again alessandro of course you know he brings the kitchen sink he plays bass he plays keys he mixes he produces he engineers it's like and he had a new baby i don't know where he found the time for that (laughs) (laughs) i just don't know well if he's anything like me it would have taken only three minutes I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not sure how long. I don't know. How much, but I don't know. He is a, he's did a marathon he leave, runner. Did he even leave the studio? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they just can come to him. <laughs> I don't know. Like I say, he's a marathon runner. So who knows? He could have. He could have put in some time. This is very true. This is very true. But uh, amazing. I'm. I'm. Um, I'm absolutely stoked. I'm really happy with it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that is one of the tricks, right? Surround yourself with amazing people and amazing results will uh, will come with it. It is. And, and you know, um, um, he does so much with so many different bands um, that I, I think we manage to make a sound that's different than the rest of them. And we create videos that are different than the rest of them. We try to do photo shoots that are different than than the rest of the stuff, just to try and not be on the same stage or have the same set of lights behind you or whatever it is that's available. But um, it's a blast trying to always pluck it out of the sky and go, what can we do that the other guys are not? 20,000 guys on the label are doing. <laughs> and, and, and that's the challenge. Um, and I think we, we, we create a sound that's unique to my solo stuff. And that's cool. Even with the Black Swan stuff, we're different, you know. And uh, that's what I like about it. So forward motion uh, on that one. Very happy. It's a good day. <laughs> and a new single out today, Feel Like Hell, on Friday the 13th. Yay! <laughs> and, and again, it's a it's an awesome video. It's super cool. 
I, I mean, the two videos for this album so far are really are really good. And and so I, I noticed a comment where you had said something about like how they listen to your wacky ideas or whatever it was. And that and and especially with that between that and the photo shoot, you brought those up. So let, let's talk about your wacky ideas. Yeah, you know, um, the track, the title track Alive came about early on in the writing and I felt I felt pretty good about it. And I went, ah, oh, this would be a great track to lead off the record with. Um, and then I kind of lyrically built everything sort of around that as we as we proceeded. And then, of course, the label came and they said, hey, do you have any ideas for artwork? And I went, that's a, that's a bad question to ask. <laughs> <laughs> and so I've been really, really fortunate, not only with... Um, the solo stuff but with the black swan stuff you know those guys they go you deal with the artwork you come up with the ideas if you have any let us know what you're doing somewhere along the line <laughs> and we'll say yay or nay um and i was introduced to an amazing artist who did both of the black swan records stan decker just just his his work is just incredible and then for my solo stuff on standing on the edge i had nello delomo and i have him again on this one when I created uh, a live, I thought, you know, what does that mean exactly? You know, it's a positive song. It's very much about resilience, about, you know, we've had the kitchen sink thrown at us, but we can come through the fog and we're still, right? And so I love old Hollywood movies. I love the old vampire. I love the old Frankenstein. So I headed down the Frankenstein path, created the artwork with him. Gave him my ideas that I wanted a sort of a old Frankenstein lab. I wanted the the electrons. I wanted all the the live charge. So we started with that, with the photos, and created the lab and the incubator and all of that sort of stuff, and spelled out the words of the live. And that's kind of where it went from there. And and uh, you know, when I talked to the uh, the photographer, I talked to the video director, and I start telling them about all of this stuff. They're going, "How are we going to do that?" <laughs> <laughs> so. Now we have feel like hell out, and we actually shot that late at night on uh, on on Hollywood Boulevard, way down on the west side of Hollywood Boulevard, <laughs> and it was we froze our asses off. I mean, it was crazy, <laughs> and you couldn't pay for the props. We had fire engines, we had fire trucks that were constantly up and down. We had like we had pit bulls. We had we had we had all sorts of crazy wild dogs running up and down the street we just we we had a ready-made set and we caught it right there at the right lights and we we were going through till i think seven till about 11 o'clock at night or something so the light was perfect we found all of these alleys and we found just exactly what what we were looking for and then it was just a matter of trying to put the pieces together that kind of I wanted to fit the song. And <laughs> the whole idea was that I was fighting with my alter ego. It's like, you know, you go with your gut, but your gut's going, <laughs> you don't want to follow me, man. <laughs> and that's what it is. It's kind of a battle of ideas. And so we came up with the idea and it's like a little mini movie. And um, we thought, shoot, they're never going to go with this. <laughs> you know, because it's really difficult when you're just by yourself, you don't have four or five other guys around you to, to bounce off, you know, you're, you're bouncing off a wall that's right next to you. You don't, you don't have any, it's just 
it's just me and the camera crew, you know, and, and it's, it's hard to sort of project the song. So you have to come up with all sorts of other stuff, distractions. <laughs> and, and we love it. We, we make it work. And uh, some people will hate it. Some people, some guy, I think one comment this morning goes, oh, dude, what a killer song. Massive uh, video budget, what, like three bucks or something? <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> so, you know, you don't want to get too caught up in it. But I mean, I mean, that's that's what you need to do with videos nowadays, anyways, right? I mean, I mean, we're 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 so far beyond the days of the five hundred thousand dollar videos. It's we've got to bring it back. To, like, in fact, I mean, to me, it's just like if you can shoot a video for three bucks, I think go for it. <laughs> you know, you know what was what was the uh, what was that hugely successful movie that those kids did for like oh, the Blair Witch Project. Blair Witch Project. I saw both of them. I mean, come on, man, that was phenomenal. It was awesome. You know? Yeah. And and, 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 and roaming around with cameras and just the lighting and everything. It's just how you do it. Yeah. It's just how you do it. And, and, and the idea is that you have to put that into, into motion. You go to Hollywood, the set was already paid for. <laughs> You know, we just walked onto the set and started shooting and, and bump. There you have it. <laughs> the, the only thing that I was thinking is that I was hoping you had security nearby. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, that dog is in the video. He was my security. <laughs> Although he did look a little scary at times. I went, dude, you're supposed to be with me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wasn't my dog either, by the way. <laughs> yeah, he just sort of wandered onto set and i went oh dude this is perfect <laughs> yeah so you know we have fun with it we use what we have uh, and that is available to us and then we we put it together and i think that's a whole part of the process you work with the tools that you have in your toolkit and when you make the best of it i love it i think it's great fun now yeah. has the label come back ever and said like oh too far um if they did, I didn't open the email. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't think so. You know, um, it's not that you have free reign on whatever you do. But as I said in the beginning of this, they, they opened a can of worms and said, do you have any ideas for the artwork? <laughs> and I went, oh, yes, I do. <laughs> and then off they go. Off they go. There was a couple of things in the beginning that, that uh, um, I... They misunderstood me because they're Italian after all, right? And my Irish accent and their Italian understanding is like, you know, <laughs> but we figure it out and we get it done. And it's, yeah, I love it. Most of the guys, for the, for the photographers and the video people, they're all here. Mm -hmm. And we have a great communicate between us. It's just, we love it. We, we laugh our asses off doing it. It's great fun. <laughs> <laughs> So when it comes down to like the writing of the songs for this album, I mean, you've been because you've been so busy of late. Like, I mean, when Martin and I were going through the the five times, especially, but I mean, it's like two Black Swan albums, two solo albums now. It, it's so I mean, you're really pushing more material up than ever, which is if amazing. Jump, if you jump across to um, there's a label out of the UK called Escape Music. I'm on a actually, I think there's a bunch of stuff coming out today. Bad timing. Um, that I've had guests along with them. So um, it's not that I'm trying to do as much as possible. It's just those are where the timeframes have fallen, especially with Black Swan 1 and 2. 
I was late with, with this record because um, I was supposed to come straight out of Generation Minds with Black Swan into the solo record and, and submit it by, by June of last year. And I was somewhere in Europe with Michael Schenker because I was only supposed to do four out of like a month of five weeks tour. And while I was out there, I get this email uh, from the powers of me going, um, can you stay for the whole tour? Go, what am I going to do, go home? <laughs> right? Um, and so then that's built on into some uh, open air festivals, which I absolutely love doing the festivals. I just, I, I wish the whole tour was festivals, you know. Um, and so I didn't get to drop it uh, or submit it to the label in June, as was promised. And uh, the head principal went, you should have told us. <laughs> because because, because it, does, it does affect what else is going on in the label because they, they have a, a schedule of, of releases and that has to segue into the next whatever is planned. So, um, you know, nothing's perfect. Uh, and we got it done. Here we are. We're out and, and none the worse for it. Well, the, the full album drops February seventeenth, I believe. Seventeenth, right? yes, yes, it does. Yeah. Uh, with a with with a with a toy a toy single off that too. Mm -hmm. And an LP is dropping, I think, in in May. This uh, a special edition. Um, there is. Yes, I believe so. Of what? Uh, uh, tell a, a me. Full that. A, a full a full old school record album with the gatefold. Oh. Uh, oh. You know, uh, I think that's uh, in May, if I'm correct. Oh well, is, I, is I, I thought familiar, Brett. I thought the whole thing drops February 17th. Everything, vinyl, everything. No, okay. I think the vinyl is in May. I'll, let me double check that for you. Oh, oh well, thanks. Let me make sure people get it. I'm glad somebody knows. <laughs> 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 I didn't read the memo. You see, <laughs> you were you, you were just afraid that they were gonna you, they were you gonna see? talk about one of your ideas. So it's, oh, I'm just I'm only <laughs> you know sometimes May twelfth, May twelfth, really is the uh, yeah the vinyls dropped in May twelfth. I see. I'm just making a note of that. So, <laughs> well, thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you guys very much. <laughs> That's just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so you see, I, I am very, very much informed. About <laughs> <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> well, it gives people a chance to buy it once, listen to it a whole bunch, and then buy it again. And listen exactly. to it again. Well, I always tell people, you know, please go to YouTube, give it a listen. It'll play it really loud, and then step and repeat as often. <laughs> With all your friends. Oh, absolutely. So, so hey you know at the end of the day it's music it's the next thing and after that there'll be something else so right now we'll concentrate again I'm, I'm excited about it i'm so happy you guys are listening to it thanks for having me i'm just loving it it's great well you probably yeah. already have your next project lined up um i'm going to check my emails now for sure <laughs> <laughs> Oh God! Well, you know, um, I love I love working. I, I I really still enjoy it a lot. I just came out of Mexico on Monday, very late Monday night. Um, it's funny how a heavy shower of rain can bring the country to its knees with modern day technology. And we did a corporate show down there with a bunch of friends, and we had a blast. And I was in Bolivia right before Christmas doing another Icons of Rock thing, and and I I love I love travel. 
Um, and I love the creative process and I love to see it all the way through from beginning to end. You know, it's not just about the writing and the recording, but it's it's about the whole package for me. It's just uh, like working in an art department, which I used to do. And this, you know, you start at the beginning and this, this, the stages you go through and the end product, I take a lot of fun and pride in it. And it's, it's yeah, I love doing it. It just keeps me really happy and great family life. So I'm, I'm, I'm good. Absolutely. I mean, I, is it is it easier now to to follow the the whole thing from you know soup to nuts as they say now versus earlier in your Go career? That. Um, that's an excellent question. Um, I think gone is the gone is the pressure of well, it has to be like this and it must be like that and all of that stuff. Because if it's not like that, you won't get this. And and I remember, you know if you didn't write the song that didn't get on MTV or VH1, then you didn't get the tour and you didn't get this. And, and always the pressure of, will I get the track to radio? Will I know what happened that I didn't? And You know, who was doing all of that? It wasn't the artist, that was the label and the management and all the other bullshit that went through it. And um, I'm so glad we're out of that. A lot of artists have managed to take control. Um, you still need, somebody to to help you get it to the next stage um but it's not like it used to be it's it's just it just isn't uh i think it's i have a lot more fun now than i did then it's it's uh plus you you grow with it you get older and you you learn things and you go through not a chance <laughs> and and so you just you get a little bit more of a backbone and you think you know we needed you then we still need you now but not as much you know There's yeah I... the freedom of the writing and it's you know they just wanted to put you in a bag i don't like bags i have shopping bags i don't need any more <laughs> yeah, we all do nowadays, but right? I mean, we all have too many, in fact. But shopping uh, bag, you must carry your own shopping bag. <laughs> yes. And and it's 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 in an odd sort of irony sort of thing. It's good to have your own bag. <laughs> yes, right? yes, that's right. That's right. right? Yeah. Well, and I think and I think I guess as you grow older too, you you understand your own worth even more. Um, I suppose you do. Um. I'm not worth very much, so um, <laughs> you know, um, I uh, I'm comfortable in my skin. I know what I'm. I'm very much aware of what I'm capable of doing, and and what I'm not. And my analogy is always, um, it's like a ping pong table. There's a border around it, and I know I have to stay inside there or what I'm capable of doing with my vocals and my performance. And if I step out of that, I go into unknown territory, which I do quite often, um, but I always pull back and I stay, I stay in the safe zone because it's going to sound better. And I don't want to be doing something that's just, just not me for the sake of it, because I think there's too many people thinking that they have to jump onto the next trend or they, they won't go anywhere with it. And I'm thinking, yeah, but... Now you're out of your realm and you're expecting to jump into a maybe an age difference that just is not 
just not going to suit. So I am what I am. I am I'm at the age I'm at, and and I I will continue to uh, do what I do as as well as I can do it. And sooner or later, I will be able to do it. You know. But for now, what you get is what you see is what you get. You know. <laughs> well, it sure sounds like you can do it just as good as you've ever done it. So <laughs> this is in great shape. I'm thankful for that. I think I think. Uh, I take great care of the of the old pipes. Um, you know, I have oil changes quite frequently, <laughs> and and I think that's important because I'm also I always tell people, I'm, you know, I'm Irish. I'm really stubborn, and and there's a sense of there's a sense of dignity and pride attached to it. I don't want to hear the whispers. Somebody should tell that guy, you know, and and there's enough of that going on that there's people performing that are just not up to that bar that they used to be at. And, and it's kind of sad. And they seem to be oblivious of that. I'm not oblivious. <laughs> I'm, I'm very aware of what I'm doing. And, and I have a certain standard that if I can't make it, I'll take exit stage left. You know, I'm not there. It's not going to happen tomorrow. So you're stuck with me for a while. Good, good. Keep it up, man. Keep it up. <laughs> we have to get to at least eight appearances on the show. That, that's right. We have to make <laughs> <it up laughs> so, let me say how old will I be? <laughs> we won't go down that little road. We'll, 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 we'll continue every six months if need be. That's Thank fine. You. <laughs> we're we're getting older too, you know. I'm relying heavily on you guys. <laughs> Yeah, so, now you now you've covered my back. You've got my time frame going. You know yeah. exactly what's going on. Oh yeah, we're we're good. We're we got the we got the Robin <laughs> schedule. <laughs> right. What is the most fun thing about singing? Oh Lord. Um. Well, it's it's such a, you know, it's a it's like a personal expression, I suppose. Um, it's unique insofar as we're all different. And, and we all sound different, which is good. Otherwise, it would be extremely boring. And and I think it's unique in the fact that we just have that something extra from each individual singer that we go, well, this guy does this and he does this so well. This guy now is completely different than the other guy. So I have something new to listen to. And, and, and I like that. I like that. And some of us, um, I suppose, excel in one area. And as opposed to the others and getting back to that point i think that's what's important is to is to hone your strengths and make it as best as you can and, and you'll always be good at it because you work at that um and i just enjoy the performance that's what it is i i love the recording i love the the uh the creative part of it but to be able to get out there and see how it, how what kind of a response you get live. I mean, I don't know if there's anything that that tops a live audience when you're at full tilt. It's just, it's a great experience. People will get it's an ego thing. I think there's ego involved with everything that we do, but there is also this patient upfront and personal with, with a live audience that, that I mean I always go back to the festival thing because when you walk up stage in a festival and you see all of these people and they are singing the words that you wrote to your song and you're all doing it together and it's just I mean you go 
really? <laughs> it never ceases to amaze me. And I never, ever, ever for a second take it for granted and never stop appreciating it because it's, it's just, it's a, it's, a, it's a huge personal sort of emotional moment. It really, it really is. It is for me anyway. And, and uh, I love it. I love it. And I love to see a younger audience. And we see that a lot more and more and more where so many younger kids, male and female, that are into the sort of the classic rock sound. And, and you're going, damn, can you imagine that? You know, and then there it is. And so I always pay a lot of personal attention to those in the audience that are there because you're going, that's the next generation of, of keeping something that they just like the sound of, keeping it alive. They may not totally understand the whole history of classic rock and they don't need to. As I always say, but I don't care who writes the song, who performs it. If it sounds good, has a good melody and I can and have a good hook line, I'm there. I'm all over it. I don't care if you're, you know, 2023 or not. It doesn't matter. It's good music is good music. A good song is a good song is a good song. End Absolutely. Of, end of subject. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Because it always sounds to me like like even when you're singing something like Feels Like Hell, it, it always sounds to me like you're singing it with a smile. Well, I think it's important you don't take yourself too serious, you know. Um, but when I'm in the, you know, somebody says, where do you get the ideas from? And I'm going, you know, every day is different. You know that. You look at the news, you read a paper, you you hear something. Every day has something new to throw at you. And I might capture it and I might keep it subliminally. And I'm, suddenly the music is in front of me and I'm writing and I'm going, where am I going to take this? And I, I must listen to the music alone a hundred times, if not more, before I even think about getting into it. I, I have to own it. And, and the more I listen to it, the chord structure of the song usually it screams at me going there's the word right there there's the title right there and it usually comes and once it does it starts to it starts to take shape and so there's where the inspiration comes from it's like every song has got its own little piece of life while i'm in the mode of of of, of writing it and and then you move on to the next and and the titles will change and then somebody said to me yesterday is this a concept album? And I'm going, I don't even know what a concept album is, <laughs> you know? So I would have to say, no, it's nothing I ever do has a plan. I know there's a lot of writers who absolutely have to come up with the title of the song before they can finish it. I'm off, often more than not all the way at the end and I'm going, <laughs> oh, there's the title right there, you know? Uh, and I don't think that much because I think the title will pop out all by itself. I just do. Once you, once you're conjuring up enough words and melodies, it just starts to, it just starts to tell you, dude. Listen, you're not listening. You know, <laughs> call me this. <laughs> I also, huh? I also don't think that much. Uh, people say that to me all the time. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, you know, you know, some some writers. We'll only stick the title at the end of the song. That's the only time you hear it. It's a it's a story. I like to write. Mm -hmm. I like the story. Jeff Pilson tells me, he goes, dude, you write great stories. 
He always tells me that. And I'm going, I do? I don't really. And, and I suppose it is. I like I like some sort of a story. You know, if I'm if I'm writing about something in particular, I, I'll I'll actually research it. You know, there's one song on the record called uh, My Only Son, which is actual, it's factual. It's it's actually about a a woman um who was a murderess. Her name was Santa Kims, and Mary Tyler Moore played her many, many years ago for, I think it was called My Mother's Son or something like that. And she basically was married to to um, a very, very wealthy real estate guy and eventually just killed him off and then started wandering around and um, pretending to be somebody she was not. She mixed with people at the White House. She was She was very high up in the the Richter scale of, of who of the of the who's who of people. Um, and then she would start finagling older people to you know sign off their insurance uh, <laughs> covers to her or, or houses. And eventually one of her sons became her uh her lover and and her fellow co-conspirator <laughs> co and they murdered something like five six people until they were caught. Wow. And he's still in jail, actually, in California. And she died in jail and she denied everything. She denied everything. She threw him under the bus. Sent oh, yeah. Wow. That's a real story. So read up on it. Her name was Santa Kims. And one of the tracks on there is called uh, My Only Son. I wrote that with uh, Tommy Denander, who, of course, mm. wrote, all, wrote all of the Alice Cooper stuff. Uh, for Detroit Spaces, the last one, and many, many, many more. And I've released a couple of singles last year with with uh, with Tommy. Um, and Tommy, you know, lives in Sweden. And you go, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> 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 and I went, neither do I. But uh, but I researched it so I get it somewhat correct. And then I'll embellish it a little bit here or there, you know, for the purpose of, of the song. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know why I told you this, but I suppose it's... Um, uh, where do the ideas come from? Some 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 ideas are are factual. Some are just you know made up on the spot. And a lot of it is comes from what the media is just reporting or, or not. We know how they're reporting this. There's a song on there about about Ukraine because there should be uh, endless mile, um, and that just came very quickly right at the beginning of, of watching all of these people on that endless road walk out of heave to into, into Poland trying to get a train the hell out of there you know mm -hmm. um, so it, it depends it depends um, um, I know I said I don't think too deeply about it but somewhere along the line there's there's a, there's a, a semblance of, of reality you know I try not to write anything personal you know it's easy that I can draw from anybody because there's so much shit out there you know <laughs> I can I could use other people's crap to write a song <laughs> yeah, I think there's a lot there's plenty yeah, so I'm never short I mean you know I don't have a library of words I know I, I just I just I talk to somebody and I go oh dude really <laughs> before you know I have him down on paper and he doesn't even know it <laughs> yeah so um I, I love that part of it. I love it because it's it's you're always churning it out and trying to come up with something different. Melody again. Melody is the single most important thing that give me it has to have a strong melody, a strong hook line. And so I work with that and so far. <laughs> 
Yeah. And you well, guys listen to it, so I'm very grateful for that. Always. That's right. And we are going to keep listening to it. Don't you worry about that, my friend. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Now, I do believe that we are running past our time with you here. Well, I better get out of here because there's probably another guy going, where are you, man? <laughs> yes. So please, before you run away, tell everybody how they can keep up with you and where they can find the new album. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So you'll find me, official page, Robin Colley, official food Facebook page. You'll find me on Instagram. You'll find me on Twitter. And, of course, go to YouTube, and you'll see all the links into Frontiers, SRL, you can place your orders on there um, and just stay posted on the Facebook page, especially for updates. And I'll post all of the videos on there and send you the links and where you can buy the stuff and pre-order the stuff. And I'd really appreciate that. And again, if you like it, like it, share it, press step and step and repeat as much as you can. <laughs> Spread the word, please. That's right. Well, Robin, once again, an amazing we love you and i talk uh, too much i do apologize no no oh, not possible. bad for the next guy but, uh, we wish but, you had you another half hour yeah, oh. no, no. we we need you well six months you know we'll book you again in six months and we'll and we'll keep this well, up well, there is there is i will leave you on this note so frontiers will will bring back their uh live uh, festivals and so we are going to get or i'm going to get a chance to actually take all of this live this year so awesome um i'm trying to keep the men together and get more shows together so um you know people always asked about the black swan is it ever going to go live because it's so difficult well we know how difficult it is well this will this will definitely go live this year nice and uh i'll update everything on the site and and uh point you in the right direction i might even buy you a ticket to italy Come and see us. <laughs> All right. Oh, we're, we're coming. <laughs> you had me at buying stuff. <laughs> Thank you guys so much. Thanks so much, Robin. All the best, and we'll talk right. to you soon. I'll see All you right. next time. Thank you. you Number bet. six. Number six. Okay. Woohoo. Bye. Bye bye. Bye for now. Bye.